Continuing to learn about the Lamed Tess Avis Malachas, the 39 primary categories of forbidden labors on Shabbos. So the third Malach is the Malacha of Kotzer. Vehakotzer. Kotzer means to reap, which means when you take a sickle and you cut all the stalks of wheat. <clears throat> when you actually cut the wheat from the ground, which was again used to make the showbread, the Lechem upon him. Or when you would cut certain herbs and stuff that we used, the dyes of which were made to make tapestry, the Mishkan and the Kataris, the incense. But definitely there were certain things that had to be cut from the ground in order to make the Mishkan. And therefore the very general meaning of that prohibition, that primary category of forbidden labor, is the, that one cannot uproot or sever anything that's connected to the ground on Shabbos. Severing anything that's connected to the ground on Shabbos is the prohibition of hakotzer, of cutting something, of reaping. And as the poskim explain, the, the halachic authorities explain that that includes any type of plant life, which eventually would in, grow to include also moss, algae, mushrooms, truffles, any type of things that are connected somehow to a growing source would all be connected in the prohibition on Shabbos to uproot from its source, meaning it doesn't have to actually be a plant, but anything that's connected to a source of growth in life. Contemporary halachic authorities will therefore also say that if a person put beans or a different thing in jars and they started sprouting, Let's say a potato, you put in a jar and you want to see how it sprouts, you would not be allowed to take that out on Shabbos. However, when you have certain root vegetables, let's say carrots or onions and stuff that you keep in a pantry, sometimes they spontaneously start growing different roots from them. Like a carrot will start growing a root or something, which normally you would cut off. And you could do that on Shabbos as well if you're taking it from your pantry. Because number one, you never intended to plant it and you didn't plant it. It's not connected to the ground at all. And therefore you'd be allowed to, that you would be allowed to cut off on Shabbos. That's not considered the prohibition of kotzer. Now, obviously, if a person is out in the wild, one would be forbidden to take sap from a tree and, of course, obviously not pull grass from the ground. You're not allowed to pull out grass from the ground on Shabbos. That would be a kotzer. Now, you'd be allowed to walk on grass on Shabbos. You don't have to be worried that maybe, possibly, your feet would uproot some grass. That we don't have to be worried about because it's certainly not your intention. But sometimes running through tall grass, if you're going through some kind of field of dandelions or something, and it might be really romantic and beautiful when you go barefoot, but on Shabbos it could be a serious problem if you're, there's a good chance that by running through the grass or running through the tall grass or dandelions or whatever, you will kick them up on Shabbos. That might be a problem of a kotzer. Now, that is the deraisa, the malacha deraisa, the Torah prohibition of uprooting. But the rabbis expanded, there's an iser derabanan, a rabbinic decree, based on this malacha, which is extremely halachically relevant. And that is that the rabbis extended, because they were afraid that one would come, God forbid, to be profane the Shabbos of uprooting, of doing kotzer, the rabbis therefore expanded the prohibition to also include Mishtamesh be'ilon any using of a tree that it's forbidden to use a tree on Shabbos or Yontiv and using a tree means literally using a tree in any way you can't climb a tree lean against a tree shake a tree put objects on a tree you can't even use a hammock on Shabbos and Yontiv if the hammock is tied directly to the tree if a hammock is tied to nails that are knocked into a tree that's called a stud, and that's using the side of the tree would be for that would be permitted if you would have a nail 
knocked into a tree and you would then use that. But other than that, just using a tree at all is forbidden on Shabbos and Yontif. Actually, the uh, rabbis were so stringent with this prohibition, they actually instituted a penalty for a person that climbs up on a tree on Shabbos knowingly, on purpose, for sport or to get an item, even though they knew they weren't allowed to. So the sages actually forbade the person to come down afterwards the entire Shabbos. For penalties required to remain on top of the tree for the whole Shabbos, even if it's uncomfortable and convenient, as long obviously it's not dangerous. But that's like a good, uh, you know, psychological punishment. The Chazal, you know, sages are like, all right, you want to clean up? You have to stay up there now for the rest of Shabbos. And finally, one last halacha before we finish up this uh, malacha, this prohibition, that the sages also forbade, it's forbidden to smell fruit that are connected to a tree on Shabbos. And that's because the rabbis were afraid that if a person smells a ripe fruit, they're going to come to pick it on Shabbos, obviously, and therefore you can't smell fruit on Shabbos connected to a tree. Flowers are allowed, thank God, to be smelled on Shabbos, because there the sages were not concerned that a person would inadvertently pick them because flowers are not edible and you could get the same benefit from smelling them when they're connected to the ground, as opposed to the fruit that a person might enjoy the smell so much and actually want to pick it, which is forbidden on Shabbos, would be the Isra of Kotzer.